Welcome to the Explore More podcast. I'm your host, Ralph Plaskett, and I'm so excited that you can join with me today. So what is the Explore More podcast? This podcast is dedicated to exploring the transformational human experiences that allow us to become the full expression of who we are. We look at the actions that get us there. We dig deep into topics that remove barriers towards progress so that we can all become the fullest expression of ourselves. I firmly believe that if we can get on a path of becoming the fullest expression of ourselves individually, not only can we become uh, make significant progress within our own lives, but we can make significant progress in our communities for the greater good of all. So that's what this podcast is about. We're going to explore that in each and every single episode to make you an enriched person. And we're going to dig right in into today's episode. Hey guys, Ralph here once more with you. Thanks for showing up uh, with me. So happy that I can be able to share this information here with you today. I'm the founder of the Planscape Institute where we help passionate coaches, consultants, and educators strengthen their personal professional mastery so that they can create transformational impacts in the work that they do. So I want to be able to share with you seven pathways back to center. You see, these seven pathways are a means of being able to reduce anxiety and stress. And certainly in these times, uh, there is a lot of anxiety, there's a lot of stress, right? So we need to be able to have a practice that we can depend on um, to reduce that anxiety, reduce that stress um, so that we can continue the path forward, so we can manage ourselves. Centering is a not a new concept by any means, right? Centering is a concept that is um, that is known uh, primarily in the uh, martial arts arena. Um, it may be called, it's also called rooting and grounding. And what you want to do with the whole concept of those those things of centering and rooting and grounding is getting back to a place or to a position, both mentally and physically, uh, to regain your composure, right? So that you're not what I call um, stuck in a paralyzing emotion. So, and, and trust and believe that anxiety and stress are paralyzing emotions and it will cause you not to move things forward. So, we, so to establish a practice that we can depend on allows us to be able to break free from the paralyzing emotion of anxiety and stress so that we can, again, move our efforts forward. And um, centering um, is really about regaining that composure, right? So I said, uh, both mentally and physically, we are centering ourselves. From a physical standpoint, anxiety and stress manifest physical um, elements in our body, right? We, we don't tend to think about how the effects of these emotions have on our physical presence. So sweaty palms, fast beat, Um, and various other conditions of anxiety and stress causes us to manifest these things physically. 
I know for a few people that I know, they get tension right here in the shoulder area. You may get tension elsewhere. Um, so these are things that we need to be one mindful and cognizant of as we are beginning to feel this anxiety and stress so that we can then pull out our, um, our practice, our centering practice um, so that we can uh, thrive above or rise above, um, even better said, rise above the experience that is causing us the anxiety and stress. So I want to be able to offer you seven um, centering practices uh, that you can employ uh, that may be helpful for you. Uh, most of these are um, may not be uh, uncommon for you. Uh, some of these are definitely uh, new experiences uh, that I have come across that I want to be able to share with you as well. So the first one is a uncommon meditation. So meditation is a practice that is popular these days and the, the image that you usually get of this is sitting quietly in a, um, in a folded position, my kids say a butterfly, um, legs folded position and um, you know, saying um, for example. That's the imagery that a lot of people have uh, for meditation. And that may be true and um, anything that calms the mind and allows you to focus on a particular task at hand um, is a form of meditation. So what I found myself a few weeks ago um, doing was sitting down with my kids and coloring. So I took a page out of their coloring book. Um, it was an, actually an Avengers, Marvel Avengers coloring book. I took a page out and I began coloring. And I had an awesome meditative experience in the midst of coloring with my kids. I was able to focus, I was able to sit down and I was able to um, calm my mind, uh, the monkey mind as they, as they call it, be able to calm my mind uh, center my breathing and get to a really good place um, while coloring with my kids. So uncommon practices like that that gives you the experience and the benefit that meditation provides is a meditative practice, right? So adult coloring books became hugely popular for this very reason. Right, they were really complex pictures and designs that you you got your colors, um, your your crayons or whatever they may be, and you colored in, and you were focused and intentional about what you were doing, and that created a meditative experience. So I want, uh, well, I like to employ you rather to find what your meditative experience could be. For me, it was coloring. Um, one of the experiences that I recently had was coloring my kids. Um, I think you might enjoy that. I certainly did. Anchor in gratitude. Anchor in gratitude. So one of the things about stress and anxiety or any paralyzing emotion is that the emotion will continue until you put some type of interrupter um, in there. And gratitude is an awesome interrupter. Um, for two reasons. One, um, it allows you to kind of put things into perspective and let you remind yourself of what you are grateful for. Right? And in doing so, 
gratitude releases happy chemi happiness chemicals in your brain, right? Uh, yep, there's going to be some text right down here that's going to say, you know what those happiness chemicals are. But it releases happiness chemicals in your brain or chemicals in your brain that are release happiness hormones. Um, so that you feel more alive, you feel more happy about the experience that you have. So having an attitude of gratitude, as they would say, allows you to center quickly. You know, as we experience stress and anxiety, we go to the left or to the right, and we need to be able to get back to center. And one way to quickly do that is to speak out loud um, what we are grateful for. Third, written expression. I am um, by no means a poet, but I certainly love how people can take words and make them rhyme and make them flow um, in poetry, spoken word, um, certainly in, in music, right? And that expression, music certainly, and poetry, all of these are written expressions, right? And when we're able to get from what is inside out, um, be it whatever means, be it vocally or written, in this case, we're talking about written expression, when we're able to get from what's inside out, um, we have an ability, it's a very relief, relieving um, ability, right? To be able to take the weight of everything that we're carrying and what we're experiencing, what we are um, uh, meditating on and be able to get it out of our body, out of our head, out of our, our um, confines and, and give it voice. And we're able to give it voice through written um, expression, uh, where that is a, another avenue of uh, centering. Right? Not, there's nothing like an experience of having a stressful and uh, an anxious experience or any other paralyzing emotion, and taking out your journal and being able to express yourself um, through that journal. And in doing so, it is as if uh, the stress and anxiety are going through your hands into that pen and onto that paper, um, and you feel a sense of relief afterwards. Heart breathing. Heart breathing. Heart breathing is a practice that I depend on sometimes. I don't use it very often. I use a breathing practice. Um, but certainly heart breathing is a practice um, that you can leverage. And what heart breathing is, um, or my interpretation of heart breathing is, is really you, you feel the beating of your heart. And if you can focus on that instead of the thing that's causing you stress and anxiety all around you, if you can focus on the beating of your heart and imagine breathing through your heart, through the blood vessels, as, as you see and experience your blood going through your heart and distributing to the rest of your body, um, that is an avenue of um, centering back from the left and from the right of stress and anxiety. So as we focus in and focus on the beating of our heart and how that blood is flowing through our entire body in the moment of our stress and anxiety, that allows us to get back 
to center. This is a powerful exercise um, that you can leverage as a center in practice. Along the same lines is um, imagine grounding. Imagine grounding. This is literally where you are imagining as you're standing up and your feet are planted. Um, you are imagining that your feet are like roots and they are being planted into the earth, right? Regardless of where you're standing, you could be standing on the 27th floor of a building or on the ground in a park. Um, but you imagine your feet being connected to what's beneath it. So if you're on the 27th floor, you're connected to um, the, the steel framing of the building, which is connected to the ground, and the ground is connected to the bedrock, and the whole planet is all connected. So as you sit and, or rather as you stand and you think of that experience as being connected to each of these elements until you can get to the lowest common denominator, it takes your mind off of the stress and the anxiety. And it is a meditative means of being able to connect yourself to the earth, connect yourself to everyone, essentially, because everyone is represented on this earth. So imagine grounding as a means of being able to get back to center um, by walking through that practice. Here's my favorite. Pause and breathe. Pause and breathe. In pause and breathe, what we find is um, stress and anxiety continues and it flows and it flows and it flows. I told you energy flows. And there's one thing that energy does is that it will continue to flow unless something interrupts it. So we need to be able to interrupt it. So that's the pausing element. We need to be able to pause in the moment of our stress and anxiety. Stop, right? And in that, in that place where we've stopped, we've taken a pause. We've taken a deep breath. And as slowly as we've inhale, we exhale just as slowly. So what that allows us to do is make the interruption of the stress and anxiety. Then we can pull out one of the other centering practices and say what we're grateful for as an example. Or we can just do the imagined grounding exercise. Or we can do the heart breathing exercise. The pause and breathe allows us to interrupt the flow of the energy for anxiety and stress and it, call, and it allows us to then pull out other meditative practices where we can stay grounded. And from this position of being centered, this position of being grounded, we then have options that are afforded to us. Options that are not afforded to us when we are on the high of stress and then the high of anxiety. So that's one of my personal favorites because it has an ability to connect so many things. And then lastly, number seven is to connect daily. To connect daily. So part of this social distancing is that we are away from the, the things that we're, the people um, that we're usually connected with. So what we can do is connect daily with those same people. 
um, or maybe not in the same manner that we did before, but we can certainly establish some type of cadence where we can connect to people more. Call a friend that you haven't called before, um, get on um, virtual happy hours and see people that you haven't seen in a while. Um, get outside, that's the second element of connecting daily. Get outside and connect with nature. Nature is a beautiful experience um, of where we can come outside of ourselves and get into the, um, and embody the experience of nature. There have been some there have been some studies rather where the forest can be a transformative experience when we connect uh, in that natural environment and realize that there is a bigger world than the world that we create um, among ourselves. And when we are able to establish that awe and wonder in the pureness that is nature, right, in all of its its uh, flaws and its intricacies and its relationship with um, the plants, relationship with the animals and the animals' relationships with the plants, we can then understand and get in a place where we feel, um, we feel wonder, we feel the awe, and we feel connected. So those two elements of connecting one with nature and connecting with people that we haven't connected with in a while or we do connect with on a daily basis, whatever that looks like to you, connect to the with people and certainly connect with nature and the anxiety and stress that you've built up during the course of the day, the week, the month can be reduced, significantly even eliminated. So there you have it. Those are seven centering practices that can get us back to center, right? In the moment and certainly as a practice of, for a, a lifestyle where we can get back to center, where we are grounded, where we are have now options to be able to handle the environment that we're, we're in. So again, I'm Ralph Plaskett. I'm so excited to be able to share this information with you. I'm so glad that you were with me today. Hey, wait. I want to be able to share with you one last thing. So I've just established probably for the seventh, uh, seven weeks now, seven, yeah, about seven weeks now, um, a weekly uh, newsletter. I want to be able to share that newsletter with you. It's called the Explorer's Journal. And what we do in this Explorer's Journal is that we unpackage ideas of growth and development uh, to those who are passionate enough to facilitate the growth within themselves and certainly the growth with others. So my coaches, my consultants, my educators, this is a journal for you. And it's one of those emails, um, this is a newsletter for you, and it's one of those emails that you're gonna get on a weekly basis that you're gonna look forward to because it's not full of fluff, but it's full of actionable information that you can take and turn around and work with your clients with. So. In that journal, um, I want you to be able to get access to that journal. Go ahead and visit ralphplaskett.com. That's P-L-A-S-K-E-T-T.com um, and subscribe today. So glad that you could join with me. Until next week, enjoy the greatness that is life.